0: this is an Irish independent podcast. Leia Healthcare looking after you always Pride sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry.
1: Hello and welcome to Real Health with me Carl Henry in association with Leia Healthcare folks How many of you have said to yourself okay it's New year. I'm going to get my exercise routine back on track, get back in the gym and spend loads of money on the latest fad and the latest craze. Well, doing that doesn't mean you have to spend all that money on expensive gym memberships. Instead, your at-home workout can be just as effective and just as convenient. Having some really basic equipment and knowing the right moves can bring your home workouts to the next level. This week, I've asked personal trainer, and I'm glad to say friend, John Belton, to join me on the podcast to bring us his top tips for maximizing your at-home workouts. John, a very big welcome to the show. How's it going?
0: It's going great, man. Thank you for having me.
1: Not at all. I hope it's warmer in Portugal than it is here. It's fresh in
0: Dublin. <laughs> it's fresh here too, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm definitely not going to complain. I know my audience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, let's get stuck into it. So you know, it is. It, it every every January, it's always it's bigger, it's better, it's money, it's fads, it's all that lovely stuff. Yeah, the reality is, you don't need to start big, just start small.
0: Agreed, yeah, and you know, a lot of times, Carl, when people come to me and they want the, the perfect home gym, the perfect setup, I, I would say start small like that. Um, your gym can be built in the same way that you build your body, in a linear progression. You start with very small amounts of equipment, you move with a yoga mat, you get some water bottles, as you get stronger, you add more weight. It's like the whole period of progressive overload, you know, lifting that ball every day, as it gets heavier, you get stronger, your need for more weights and more equipment grows. I think keep the investment low and start simple
1: cuz it's it, it's natural I suppose isn't it people they've indulged over christmas they've had the crack and they're like right I'm going to do it and doing it is you know the, the delivery of all the stuff and you know a basic set of dumbbells maybe a basic barbell stuff like that that's all you really need to start off so just a whole you know keep it maybe use them as goals in terms of what to work towards as you maintain your results and maintain your progress that you can add to the stuff as you go but initially small amounts of equipment and that's all you need.
0: Yeah, and i often recommend kettlebells before I'd say uh, taking in dumbbells or barbells because a kettlebell has a bit more function to it. You can use a kettlebell for kettlebell swings, squatting, deadlifting, you know, you can do that with dumbbells, but the, dum- uh, the dumbbells don't translate to kettlebell use as well as kettlebells translate to dumbbell use. And the beauty of kettlebells, you know, with one bell, you can just add that weight, get a little bit, get a little heavier each, couple of weeks as you progress if you sit down with a coach and and get a kind of basic assessment of where you are they'll very quickly be able to tell you what weight to go with Um, and also from a cost point of view we're all keeping an eye on on how much money we're spending at the moment so if you start small with your kettlebell add as you need the other thing you can do is you can always sell them on and get a very good price for them at the end of the day it's just a block of, of metal it's not like it really depreciates it might get a tiny bit rusty and a bit of sweat on it but otherwise you won't lose much expense when you buy kettlebells
1: and of course i've seen i saw one or two a few months ago in uh one of the stores here which had basically an adjustable kettlebell which came with it almost like a tiered set where you could click in an extra say two and a half kilos and two and a half kilos so that might be a handy option to start with as well if you can if you can find them and if you can get your hands on them
0: of course yeah they're very handy i haven't used them myself but i've a set of dumbbells that are adjustable like that and it's and um, from a space point of view it's so convenient And like that, you can just progress in small steps, which is really the most important part of any training program that you progress at the right rate.
1: Yeah, and you kind of take us naturally into the next kind of point I wanted to chat about, which is that program element. So you'll see lots of stuff over Christmas. You'll see lots of stuff online. You'll read lots of stuff it it's important to get a program and a consistent program that you can put in place that you can follow for a period of time that you can track and benchmark your results off and then go on to another program so it makes it much more efficient as a as a you know as from a results perspective to have that consistent program doesn't it
0: it does of course and one thing we saw uh, throughout COVID was this huge accessibility to online programs, which is fantastic, both for coaches to be able to get ourselves out there and also for you know for the individual that wants to get fitter and healthier. The downside to that was people started cherry picking what they wanted to do from multiple programs. So they go, I think I'll do a bit of you know X program today, but tomorrow I might do a bit of Y. And although that's a great way to kickstart your fitness and really anything that gets you moving and training and exercise is going to be a benefit at the start, for long-term success, you need progress and progression. You need to get the weights moving the right way, the, the kind of technical aspect of training, progressing at the right rate. And you can't do that when you're jumping from one program to another. You know, people don't really want to, we all, we're all the same. We don't really want to take a day off once we get going, and we you know, actually I'll do his program because I don't want to take a rest day today. But the reality is, we have to remember the magic happens when you take that rest day. So if you have a properly structured program, you will have progressions at the right rate. You'll have recovery in the right place, and the program should tick a lot of general fitness boxes.
1: And of course, we all have things that we like to train and don't like to train. Like men, lo- you know, men have body parts. They don't like to train and women the same. They ha- you have the exercise that you really enjoy. And chances are, if you haven't got a program put together, you're going to do the stuff that you want to do and you're going to avo- avoid the stuff that you don't want to do.
0: Of course, I learned this in my leaving cert. When I started adding up how I could get my points up, um, I always loved geography and I you know, could maybe get an extra little mark or two out of my geography, but if I actually put the work in with my maths, it brought my total score up. And the same thing applies in our fitness journey. If we just do bench every day, it's not really going to bring on an aerobic fitness. If we, if we get that kind of general balance of building some strength, building structural balance, building mobility and building an aerobic piece to our training. We've got to remember that at the end, at the core of every program, there has to be a health bias to it. We want to be as healthy and vibrant as we can. Um, and if we if we neglect certain aspects of, of fitness, then unfortunately that will come back to haunt us later later on down the road and we'll have to work on it then.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and you, you know, just like you're saying, it is important to have the... the... I suppose the the honesty to say, look, I need to work on my aerobic fitness, or I need to work on my glutes, or my my quad, you know, to ensure that you do have that balance. And sometimes stepping back and planning, but also looking at your fitness level and see what you know where you need to what you need to do and and what you need to do to improve that. That's important too, from planning both from a physical perspective, but also planning from a time perspective in terms of planning your workouts, getting it in and getting it done at a time that suit you
0: yeah of course scheduling is such a huge part to it and you know for personal training our clients are working on an appointment basis as are yours so they won't let you down you know if you've got an appointment that you've made with your trainer you're a lot less likely to cancel and 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 leave it for something else so make that appointment with yourself put it into your calendar we're all on phones with calendars now put that appointment in your calendar set it on repeat and it becomes a non-negotiable and that's you know that's a really important step in, in consistent progress. I think one little thing to note, Carl, is that when we talk about just to go back, you know, working on weaknesses and working on, we none of us want to work on things we're not strong at. And I think it's important for people, and I'm probably more specifically talking to people embarking on a new fitness career. It's important to understand that failure isn't a great word, but getting to that level is part of your journey. So if you learn early on that, you know what, I need to work on my weaknesses and that Failing is just showing you the direction you need to work in. So it's not actual failure. And and strength training is one thing in life where actually getting to failure is a really, really good thing. We want to bring that muscle to failure in, in a controlled way and um, so that it can progress and grow and adapt and improve and move forward. So sometimes I think it's quite daunting for a new uh, fitness enthusiast to start into a program and realize that they can't squat. So they'll go, I'm a, I'm, I am a failure. I'm not going to do this anymore. But the reality is that In learning that you can't squat, you've just found out you need to uh, embark on a bit of mobility work and a bit of glute strengthening work, like you said, and that's the journey, you know? So embrace the the failure, and I want to get a stronger word for it, but I don't have it. Embrace that adversity, and and that's what actually will bring you forward. So you've got to get the head right around that as well.
1: Yeah, everyone everyone has those weak points, and I've yet to meet anyone who doesn't have a weak point in some way, shape, or form. So I think what you're saying is right, which is that never fear or worry about what you can't do because there's everyone has something that they can't do or that they that they need to improve and you know it's just it's just being being straight up to to know that you have to work on it and to get it done what you were saying earlier Mm -hmm. is important to that priority uh, thing you know setting it up as an appointment as as something you have to stick to and that it's your time and prioritizing yourself in the new year is a really good thing to do not just for your physical health but for for kind of overall health
0: Yeah, and for parents as well, this is something they struggle with because there's an element perhaps of guilt about you know going to out to the gym or doing their workout, and and the old saying of you know you can't pour from an empty jug comes to mind once I think of that. If you want to be the best parent that you can be, or the best boss that you can be, or if you want to you know become the best version of yourself you can be, you have to you have to do a bit of work on yourself, and that involves maintenance work in the gym and and your mobility work in a bit of a sweat. So I would say you know don't feel guilty about taking that little bit of time out. You're going to be a better partner, parent, brother, sister, whatever that is as a result of it. So uh, prioritize you for that 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it is. Um, and, and in, in the bigger picture, you'll become a, a better all around person as a result of that.
1: Yeah. And it ties, in, it ties into something that we covered last year a couple of times, which is that learning to say no and, you know, just saying no to other stuff so that you can prioritize yourself and get your session done in the gym. And the more, you get into that and the more that you begin to do it and the, the more people will accept the fact that you know sometimes you can do things because you're putting yourself first and it's okay
0: it's very much okay I think maybe it's not just an Irish thing but I feel like we love just like with this thing about saying no we love just taking things on and taking things on and like we've both seen with, with clients we work with and high-stress individuals, like eventually some the cracks do start to appear. So prioritize yourself. And, and I find that if you try, even if you're not a morning person, if you try and start your morning with your exercise, it tends to set up this cascade of positive things in your day. And start your morning with a glass of water. Start your morning with something that's positive instead of going straight onto your phone and looking at the world falling down or looking at Instagram this, that, or the other. If you start your morning giving something to yourself before you start you know, getting into that the day-to-day stuff, it just spirals into more positive steps throughout the day. I think it's really, really powerful, and we underestimate the power of those small positive things in the morning.
1: Folks, you're listening to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. We're chatting all things, I suppose, new year, new you to a point, the proper way to do it, how to set yourself up correctly, set yourself up the right way, and to get healthy properly this year. John, for people who are listening in who aren't morning exercisers, They'll hear people like you me saying, oh, you know, get it done in the morning, get it out of the way. And they're, they're, they're saying while they're listening in, I can't do it. I hate training in the morning. Talk me through some tips for them uh, to get into the habit of getting it done in the morning and training in the morning. Are there any simple things that, you know, even from a mental perspective to get it done?
0: Yeah, well, first thing I would say is, you know, what is the it that you hate doing in the morning? If it's, I hate getting up in the morning and making myself puke doing burpees, I don't blame you. That's absolutely crazy. If it's um, getting up in the morning and starting with some gentle mobility work and some squatting, that you know that in itself, I, I would see, see as something that's very attainable. That's something that everyone can do. If if you hate getting up earlier in the morning, then try to get to bed a little earlier so that you've got a little bit more sleep. Um, you'd be surprised how quick that mindset changes once that habit starts you know the formation of a habit at the start isn't always comfortable and with that discomfort you know you're going to get these emotions that come up really just try and park those emotions and try and just start with some level of action doesn't mean sweating hard it doesn't mean doing anything of massive intensity just start with some gentle movement and once you start forming that habit the positive and empowering feelings you get as a result of that will counter out the negative emotions that perhaps are stopping you from moving forward it's it's a it's a Easy for me to say that, but it really once you start with some simple action in the morning, uh, just don't underestimate where that journey can bring you. And we can sometimes get caught in the, "oh, sure, I don't want to be like that guy who gets up and run a marathon every morning. Nobody's asking you to do that. Start simple, start with five minutes on your clock and then go on about your day and allow that to grow organically and you just don't know where it's going to bring you.
1: Yeah, so start with something that you enjoy, something that you kind of look forward to, such as that kind of gentle mobility work is a, is great. And another tip that I know that you, that, that you recommend is that you surround yourself with people to do with you. So, for example, get the kids to work out with you, maybe your partner to work out with you, or a friend. That getting kind of you know that, that kind of direct network involved that makes it easier for you too.
0: Sure and there's a great concept that someone spoke to me before about uh, he calls it food hygiene and food hygiene isn't necessarily about the cleanliness of food it's about the association of what preparing a meal together is the association of what's cooking for someone you know a loved one cooking for you or shared cooking with a child etc the same applies with exercise of so many clients who you know they want this perfect Zen Den for their exercise routine the kids want to come in if and you know what it is if a parent gets down on the floor it's a new experience so the kids want to jump down on top of them on the floor and if you think about the world we're in at the moment where look at it- there, there's issues, with, there's obesity epidemics, there's health crisis, there's a whole lot of things. If you're showing your kids this great example of you starting your day with some stretching and some exercising, okay, they might only be three or four or whatever age, but that's just something that's going to stay in their mind and you're setting your, your, your kids up for success. You know, they don't have to learn how to squat properly and they can roll around the ground and try and do the plank or you can even use them as part of your exercise where they sit on your back for a squat or whatever that is involve them and make that 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 little bit of time that quality connection and time together make that something that's fun you're still going to get your workout in you're still going to be able to sweat and you're giving your kids and you're setting them up for that same habit of success and it's a you know it it transfers across into into long-term things as well
1: and of course, making some space for your workout is important too. So I, I, I myself, you now I like to have my own space where I work out. I, I, you know, it, it just, it's you're getting into the zone when you walk into that space. And no matter how small or big your room or your house is, having that it's your space, that's where you train. It's a designated area. It helps you get into the mental kind of mind frame for your workout. The flow state. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, and that's that's exactly it y having things that you associate, we become very much creatures of habit and routine. So, you know, that, that kind of habit of going, right, before I do my workout, I'll have my glass of water or I'll have my cup of coffee and I'll put my rower down here and I like to put my earphones in. Like... Find all of these little, find as many positive things in that routine that you like to to encourage you to stay consistently working at it. Exercise is all about routine. So if that means that, you know, you like to fold out your mat, you like to have a bit of music playing, or you like to fold out your mat, let the kids play with you and let the house go mad around you, whatever that is create that send then and and create that special space because what you're doing there is such a valuable thing for your long-term health and well-being for your mental health physical health for your your well-being across the board so you know, have it as a cherished little place where you sit down and you do your exercise or you get out on your bike and you go on that specific cycle or run. Um, and, and it's so powerful and it's so powerful to have good people around you for that. Yeah, whether that's, I mean, the most the most valuable piece of training equipment you can have is a good training partner. We all know that. Um, if you've got someone who, who drives you on, who brings out the best in you, who's not, you know, bored of listening to you talking as you run and stuff like that, that's just so valuable. So like exercise, think bigger than just I have to be this, in this pace of discomfort and sweat. Think of it as something that you know there's just a massive amount more going on than we can even possibly understand and comprehend. Whether it's how you behave and how you treat someone after you've had your great workout and you feel good, or whether it's how you improve your digestion and your you know your heart and lungs, etc., as, as a result.
1: Of and it. finally, and this is a big one, I think too, is uh, that consistency is more important than intensity. So showing up. Consistently, and some sessions you'll absolutely nail. Some you'll be struggling, but that showing up and that consistency over the course of the year is a real key tool to health and wellness.
0: For sure. I mean, so Carl, last year I every year I embark on a a five. I do rovember instead of Movember because my Movember just goes out of control. So rovember I'd row five kilometers every day for the month of November, and, and and it's great and the consistency of that is always great for me because and look at people will look at me and go well it's different for you you're a very fit guy and same for you you're, you know you like this but we still need things in our life to keep us consistent and and i always think it's great f- to do two things to set something that i'm going to do and repeat even though rowing five kilometers every day is monotonous it's not enjoyable it's boring but i'll still go right take that box and get through it um, and 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 what that can do once you get that consistency um, and once you get that few days under your belt and the momentum and how that translates across it actually is what opened the doors for me to do that ultra marathon at the start of the year then in february someone put that challenge to me and because i had 30 days of aerobic work under my belt i went you know what i can take on something bigger here which led to then an ultra marathon so consistency is huge consistency and then looking at a 10-year career of a client um, who just messaged me last week about her bone density results that were absolutely off the charts. She's in her 50s and her doctor just said, look, it's a credit to your last 12 years, sorry, of exercise. We don't really see, you don't see the benefits from a bone density point of view uh, uh, for six weeks of training, but that consistent checking in, checking out where you think you're not seeing, you may not see that visual result in the mirror, but what you're doing in a 360 kind of manner is absolutely huge. And it's the profound thing that will separate you and give you longevity in your health and and your career and even in your relationships as well
1: john as ever it's great to catch up uh, if people want to follow you where can they find you
0: uh, instagram is best just john Belton's the best place to get me and yeah i always answer messages it takes me a while sometimes to get to them but if anyone has questions or anything i can help with
1: make sure to uh, to shout and you have some new programs coming this year as well haven't you tell us about them that's
0: correct yeah myself and my wife adrian have some fitness programs which we'll be re-releasing in the new year they're kind of personally like a personal training approach uh, to each little workout and then myself and vogue williams are going to release a program together as well with, with which will have some zoom live workouts in there as well and the goal is to kind of get a community together build a bit of momentum and to kind of kick people off in the in the new year with that as well
1: Great, cool. John, great to talk to you. Mind yourself and we'll catch up soon. Folks, that's it for another episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. As ever, you know where we are, at PT on Instagram, Independent.ie. Loads of tips and loads of content there for myself and from John this week. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you very, very soon. Slong go fóill. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Pride sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry.